Hey, everyone, the show you're about to listen to, not for little ears. So I'm telling you, just do a little censoring for parents. So enjoy the show. Hey everyone, I'm Tiffany and welcome to my so-called fabulous. We have a great show for you today. I'm so excited to bring to you, you've seen me talking about Velvet Box, all right? Now, we have talked about sex after cancer. We talked about how the store started. We have done it all, but now we are actually going to bring you the store to your ears today with the COO of Velvet Box, Brandon Bailey. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh my goodness. It's so great to talk to you. And I met you, oh gosh, about a month ago, I guess, at the Velvet Box in Fort Worth on 7th Street. Yes. And I have to say, you made me feel, I'm from that purity culture. Mm -hmm. We've had this conversation uh, with Dr. Holbrook. I am from that culture Mm -hmm. and you made me feel so normal. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I have issues. You all have heard about this and Brandon knows as well. But I just can't tell you how much you and your staff make people feel welcome and what's the word comfortable, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, yeah. there's no weird questions, right? Yeah. Our guarantee is that we're friendly experts who promise to put you at ease. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So Brandon, tell us first, tell my listeners what the Velvet Box is. So the Velvet Box is an upscale lingerie and novelty boutique that is has a focus on education um, and um that way we can educate people on sexuality products in a safe and upscale environment, you know, that somewhere where people want to go and shop that feel comfortable and at ease. Yeah. At ease. And that, and you, you guys have nailed it. Literally Thank nailed you. it. You have five stores in the DFW area, correct? Yes. Yeah. Right. Three in Fort Worth, one in Louisville and one in West Plano. Oh my goodness. How is the online business? Is it a thing or is... It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thing. We have an online store. It rel- It's relatively new for us. We started it in uh, during the pandemic because prior to the pandemic, um, we want our main focus is that customer experience, which is not something you can get online. Mm-hmm. So um, we really kind of held off from having an online shopping experience until you know the pandemic happened, and then you're kind of forced to make some maneuvers. But mm-hmm. you know, it's been it's been okay. It's still definitely not anything compared to our in store experience. So, right. uh, but it's growing, it's new, and we have plans to help it grow even more with our education series and stuff like that. That's right. Now mm-hmm. with five stores and you have been in the business for how long? My entire adult life. And yes. so He looks I'm, like he's very, very young, but yes. you've been at how long? I'm 33 and I've been in this industry since the day I turned 18. So um, it's something I've always wanted to do. When I was a teenager, I used to sneak in and watch the TV show Talk Sex with Sue Johansson. Um, you and did? Yes, in my room, so no one else knew. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to be a sex educator. I want to be a sex therapist. Of You're course, kidding. my 16-year-old boy self driven by hormones, thinking it was one thing, right? Right. So, um, but, so I knew when I turned 18 that I was going to go down and apply to work at the local sex toy store, and that's exactly what I did. You did. And uh, the rest is history. I've been doing it ever since. So, what is that, 18 to 33, 15 years? Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, how has the industry changed? Oh, it's changed. It's, I mean, it's indescribable, honestly. When I first started was in 2006. So um, it, 
when I started, uh, the thing that had just hit the industry was like these soft, almost flesh-like toys, right? They felt like skin. They were very soft. Um, and that was the height and it was the most expensive thing and blah, blah, blah. But uh, shortly thereafter, technology started to really enter our industry. And we had the first high-end sex toy line called Lilo hit. And then shortly after that, there was the dawn of the Wii Vibe. Um, and that was really the birth of technologically advanced sex toys. And that's um, and that's really what's driven our industry ever since. And that's what Valva Box, you know, Valva Box is known. We have everything in every price range, but we're, we're really known for selling the best of the stuff on the market, the best toys, period. So tell us about your store, because you gave me a tour, like I mentioned, mm -hmm. and I... Uh, what it would the real estate in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is the largest? Well, I want you to walk us through the store, but okay. what is the, the largest or what, what was the most square footage? Yeah. You know what I mean? So square footage wise and just, uh, uh, our largest department is the apparel section. Um, it is. So, uh, that takes up a, probably about 40% of our store. And if we're going to kind of walk you through it, yes. it's typically the first thing you walk into when you enter a velvet box. Remember, that's on purpose because we want even the most nervous, conservative, um, shy person to walk into the softest part of the store so that they have some time to acclimate before they suddenly see things that they're terrified of, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> so That's true. softer the better. At the beginning of the store, you typically walk into first is going to be the apparel section and we carry everything from, you know, extra small to 3X, 4X if it comes in those sizes. Um, primarily women's fashion. So uh, women's uh, long lingerie and underwear. We used to carry some menswear and we occasionally do here and there, um, but primarily women's. Um, so uh, we have everything. We have hanging apparel. We have panties. We have package stuff. It's uh, hosiery, hosiery, everything. Hosiery. Yes. And Guys, beautiful hosiery. Thanks. I pick it all out myself. Do you really? Yes, do. So <laughs> I you're buying. Out. Yeah. Yes, I pick out everything that's sold in the store. Mm -hmm. I mean, beautiful hosiery. I mean, and, and you can't find a lot of those things anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just gorgeous. Except for online. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I try to, I try to make sure we're carrying beautiful things that yeah. people feel sexy wearing. So. <laughs> that's right. So that's the soft as yes. you enter. So you enter into the softest section, the apparel section. From then, you typically start to transition into either the novelty section or what we call the essentials. The essentials are going to be your lubricants, your massage oils, your bath stuff, your shave creams, your um, uh, stimulants. Um, so that that section. So we have these giant cabinets that are like well lit and everything is lined up in perfect line, you know, perfect Beautiful. symmetrical lines, everything organized. Um, so you have all of your liquids um, and your essentials as we call them. And then, uh, like I said, you'll maybe also see some novelty because novelty typically is uh, very soft, you know, a lot of bachelorette stuff, party games, sex games um, that all have like cartoon characters on the front. Um, and then you'll have... Uh, then you'll typically start to see some of the displays of our premium product. So we call them our premium products. They're the higher end toys, right? They're the ones that are... Um uh, typically have that technology behind them, rechargeable batteries, medical grade silicones, uh, really well-made, beautifully packaged, like uh, purposeful toys. So we are known for our displays. So most stores, you know, you go into a mainstream retail store 
You're going to see a fantastic window display, sometimes a table display that's really featuring the product. And that's what we took from them. Only we're featuring sex toys. Right. So um, they spend a lot of money on the packaging. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's a heck of a cost. So we um, love to display it when it looks good and build stuff up around it. Right now it's uh, fall, so everything is uh, especially our West Seventh store, our the store manager there loves fall, so everything is decked out in oranges and earthy tones, and then really just pops. We'll set up like a mannequin with some lingerie and feature one or two toys with some like add-ons, like a lubricant or a stimulant next to it to make it pop. Throw some rhinestones on it, make it sparkling. <laughs> sparkling. It's very inviting. Exactly, yeah. it it really is. In the store is absolutely gorgeous. Thank I you. mean, it is beautiful. And I back in oh god. It was probably in my 20s or 30s, went to a, to a store in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the same. Uh-uh. There's really nothing like Velvet Box, even though there are some nice stores in the country. You, you have such an incredible training. Like, mm-hmm. Tell us about the training, because when I walk in, everyone, there's got to be something that you all, you do in that training, because again, come to me, make me feel comfortable, not, not pushy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So tell us about the training. So there's two types of training. There's our regular sales skills training, which we use. Um, and I'll go over that too. And then we have our like product and our uh, industry training. So I call it, our, we call it our, our, um, our VBU, our Velvet Box University, which is, uh, has uh, all of our sexual health and wellness and product training and how all of our systems work and policy. So we'll start with sales. So we use just kind of your basic sales training. You know, this is the stuff that has been around proven for years. Anyone who is a true salesperson follows these kind of same steps and techniques. So the first and foremost, the most important thing is most retail these days, you walk in, the first thing something happens is, hi, welcome to wherever. Can I help you find something? No, thanks. I'm just looking. You move on. Associate feels like they've done their job. You're left alone to shop and look what you for what you want. And that's that, right? Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely incorrect. So do tell. we teach you to introduce yourself. Talk to the customer like a human being. Don't jump straight to product. Don't ask them why they're shopping here. No, say, how's your day? You know, compliment them on something they're wearing if you like it. Don't be fake. But if you like a handbag, compliment the handbag. If you like the car they're driving, ask them about it. If you're into sports and they're wearing a jersey, ask them about the jersey. Um, I personally... um, one day I can tell you, I had a customer come in back when I worked the sales floor more regularly and he was wearing a New England's jersey, a, not a New England, sorry, a New Orleans jersey. And I don't care a thing about sports, but I was about to go to New Orleans. So I asked him if he was there, if he was from there and he was. So we spent 30 minutes talking about New Orleans, telling me all the places I needed to visit and go see and all the food I needed to try. And then I was like, so what brings you to the store? And then $500 later, he's out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and you had great food recommendations. Yes, too. absolutely. So that that's the trick. That's the thing is like, we are not, we're here to make you feel like the person you are, to treat you like a human being, to 
talk to you, to build a relationship. And that's very important. I mean, we have repeat customers that know our staff by name. Around the holiday season, people bring us gifts. I mean, our West 7th store last year, someone brought in two dozen chocolate-covered strawberries for the staff because they've been so helpful and so instrumental in their experience. Right, so. right, in their life. Mm-hmm. And So tell me about if, if someone listening today, they are ready to do things differently in their relationship, mm-hmm. um, how to add a little spice to, or how to rectify a, a problem or a, an issue. How do you handle that? Well, um, there's a bunch of different things there. So let's start by first um, spicing it up. That's the most common thing, right? Um, I'm looking for something to help spice up my marriage, right? That's the easiest question to answer. We just start asking them open-ended questions. We're like, okay, so tell us, what is your fantasy? What do you want to try? And from there, we kind of dwindle it down. We start asking questions to narrow down what they're wanting to play with. You know, I'm I'm looking to spice things up. Well, how so? Do you want to do some role play? We can show you some bondage items. Are you wanting to incorporate toys, um, stimulants? Are you looking all of the above? Lingerie, something sexy to wear. Um, and from there, we start narrowing it down and um, help them find the best choice for what they're looking for. And uh, if they're unsure... Then we start with the basics. And uh, first and foremost, I, uh, the, I always say that the basics are you have to have a lubricant because no matter if you think you need lubricant or not, lubricant makes a huge difference in, in, in enjoyable sex. So I'm saying this again, even if you don't think you need it, go out there and try one because it will change how everything feels and it, can, it feels amazing. But let me ask you this. In my 20s, mm-hmm. It's not what well, I'm 56 now. Yeah. I mean, and, and we're going to talk about my experience with you. Um, you should be lubricated as a female. My answer is not going to change. It's still really everything is better, wetter. Okay. okay. So <laughs> let's just don't care. I don't care if don't your whole basement floods. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't care if it's a slip and slide down there. Add something else to it. May It makes a world of difference. Oh. Plus, also, let's just say that you do. You are perfectly um, saturated. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good for uh, y'all. <laughs> you can still add, add things to that. Okay. There are lubricants that have flavoring for foreplay. There are lubricants with stimulants like warming, cooling, tingling sensations that add heightened sensitivity and make it easier to okay. orgasm okay. or achieve multiple orgasms. Um, and yeah, I mean, so there's still, even if you think you're plenty wet, you can get Okay. Better. Okay. Good to know because, you know, around with me right now, that's not it. We've had that mm-hmm. conversation. So I came in to, and I'm going to interrupt. We're going to go back to spicing things up, but uh-huh. I came in to, to visit with you, uh, you know, six weeks ago or so. Mm-hmm. And I told you, I said, I am hormonal, you know, and I am post menopause. I have vaginal dryness out the yin yang. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, but you know what? None of this works. I, I explained to you, mm-hmm. I explained to Brandon <laughs> that none of it works for me because every time I use a lubricant, I get some type of infection. Mm-hmm. And you asked me, well, what are you using? I said, well, I'm just using what I get at the grocery store. Yeah. Right. Now tell me, tell them what you said to me, right? Oh gosh. Well, first and (laughs) foremost, there are good lubricants at the grocery store, but you need to figure out what 
is causing that. And I think uh, what I said was probably you're using glycerin, a glycerin lubricant. And a lot of the store-bought stuff is going to have glycerin. In fact, a lot of the stuff we sell in store right. are, is going to have glycerin. It's the most common additive. And what a lot of people don't realize is that if you have sensitivities, then glycerin can cause you to have some, it can throw off your pH balance and cause a urinary tract infections, vaginal uh, yeast infections, all of those things. Because technically glycerin is a sugar. It's a sugar alcohol. So what for I would then recommend it. We have plenty of oh. glycerin-free lubricants. There's a million of them out there, but they're going to be less common at your grocery store, you know. Plus, again, not that it, some of the grocery sure. stores are getting better, right? They're carrying some decent stuff, um, but the stuff that we're carrying, the lubricants that we carry are very specifically selected. That's all they do is make lubricant and it's going to be high quality, better stuff. It's going to be made for this with nothing but this in mind. Whereas something like the Johnson and Johnson KY lubricants, they've come a long way in the last 20 years, but th at the end of the day, they were created to pop in a rectal thermometer and for medical oh. examinations. They weren't meant for long-lasting, enjoyable sexual experiences. Oh, my stars. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. Oh, my gosh. So what you prescribed or mm -hmm. recommended from me, was it the uh, Naked? Is it was Naked Silk. It was a hybrid lubricant. Yes. So there's a bunch of, there's four different bases of lubricant. Water, which is your most common um, and is compatible with everything. Silicone, which is great for partner play um, and water play, but it's not compatible with sex toys. Hybrid lubricant, which is a combination of water and silicone based. There are a few water oil based ones out there as well, but not as common. Um, hybrid was a uh, hybrid lubricants have been probably the most, the newest thing in the lubricant world. Um, it's definitely man-made product because it's forcing silicone and water together. And typically they come in two forms, like a creamy, like a lotion texture, and then a thicker gel, like a really thick gel consistency. And they're great for two different purposes. And the ones that I showed you was a silk. So it's going to be a creamy lubricant. You can always look for the word silk because pretty much all the hybrids that are that creamy, mm -hmm. silky feeling are called silks. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I recommended because it is not only a great sexual lubricant, but it can be used as a daily moisturizer. Mm -hmm. um, it is absolutely designed for that reason. And it's not, it's not terribly expensive. It's long lasting and you can use it every single day. Wow. I mean, mm -hmm. that is amazing. I mean, it, honestly, and it, and it works. I, I'm not having, um, Good. yeah. Urinary tract infections yeah. any longer. So. Plus, the added ingredient in most water-based lubricants, like I said, is glycerin. There's other items too, like carrageenan and aloe and cellulose. But in a hybrid lubricant, silicone is the thing that's going to make it stay slippery. Mm -hmm. So you got the water and the silicone. So in silicone lubricants are also great if you have a lot of sensitivities um, and a lot of you're easily getting infections. Silicones are great for that because there's not a lot of extra additives in silicone lubricant. If you look at the back of the bottle of pretty much every silicone, it's going to have the same combination of three or four ingredients. Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and your selection is unbelievable. And do you do that buying too? I do everything. You yeah. do everything. Every single thing that comes into a velvet box is chosen by me. Every mm -hmm. single thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so much, so, so much information. Yes. Okay. So back to the spice. So, yes. so spicing it up, we're back, we're talking about the basics. So, uh, we have our lubricant second, if you don't really know what to do to spice things up, the thing I recommend most is a game a sex game, rather it's a card game, a dice game, board game. It doesn't matter. They may sound cheesy, but so what? Let's have some fun. Um, 
board games or the sex games will give you not only ideas for something to try that's new and out of your comfort zone, but also an opportunity to bring up subjects and talk about things that you either a, hadn't thought about or B, maybe you were nervous to bring up. Oh, and now suddenly, coincidentally, this thing that I've been fantasizing about is right here on this playing card. Let's wow. talk about it. Okay. You know, so I always say that if that's a, if you're nervous, you don't know how to approach the subject with your partner, then buy a game or a book or something that'll bring it up for you. And that's your door to the conversation. And then you can start to negotiate sex, you know? Mm -hmm. So if your partner's not interested, but you are, maybe there's a middle ground. Mm -hmm. Talk about negotiating sex quite a lot in our, a uh, couple of our sex classes. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm, and we're going to talk about the sex classes for sure. So, yeah. okay. So the game. Yeah. So lubricant, a game, if you're, you know, stumped and don't know where, where to go. And from there you get into the toys. So I always recommend a bullet. A bullet is a small, typically size of an index finger, sometimes smaller, um, external vibrator. And I say external, not just clitoral, because you can use a bullet anywhere on the body, no matter the gender. Okay. Well, any area that is sensitive to touch, licks, kisses will be stimulated by a bullet. So everyone should have a bullet. Um, you can use it, of course, let's say for a clitoris owner. Um, most clitoris owners orgasm, let's say 80% actually, um, orgasm through clitoral stimulation alone. Okay. So that's pretty much, that's 80%. That's almost everybody. That's a lot. That's a lot. So everyone should have a bullet. Everyone should have something to stimulate the clitoris with and then use for other for foreplay things. Because a bullet, I mean, it fits in the palm of your hand. You can use it for solo play. You can use it for couple sex because it can uh, be used during foreplay. It can also be held against the clitoris during intercourse. Um, then stimulating the rest of the body. Um, you get into, you know, you like your earlobes kissed. A little vibrator feels good in there. And the nipples uh, along the, you know, the curvature of the buttocks mm -hmm. um, in between the legs, up the thighs, anywhere that's sensitive will feel good when a vibrator is tickling them. Right. Okay. Yeah. Everybody get a bullet. Yeah. Everybody needs a bullet. <laughs> um, the next thing I would recommend would be um, probably something from the BDSM section. So you mentioned square footage earlier. Mm -hmm. So the second largest department in our stores is going to be the, let's call it the fetish section. Okay. Everything Velvet Box carries is on the more entry level side of things, beginners. We carry easy to use, inexpensive products, but we do carry a large selection of them. And we do have a smaller selection of the higher end, more quality leather goods that are very expensive, but that's very few and far between people who are more into that scene are going to go to a store more geared towards that scene, mm -hmm. but we carry entry level. So from there, I would say, let's talk about your fantasy here. We've got some lubricant. We've got some ideas here. So we know that this game might incorporate a blindfold. So let's get a blindfold and then I'll talk about the benefits of it. If you blind or you're blindfolded, let's talk about the typical, let's say, um, woman there, uh, in order for a lot of women to reach orgasm, they need to really focus on it. Distraction is like the number one deterrent mm -hmm. from orgasm. Buying groceries in yeah. your hand. <laughs> yes. Painting the ceiling. Yes. Yeah. Painting the ceiling. Oh. Noticing the laundry on the floor. Yes. The photo of the children on the bedside table. Ugh. 
All of those things can be like distractions. Buzzkill. So yes, a blindfold or just looking at your husband. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're feeling today. Um, this is true. <laughs> so a blindfold can take away that sense of sight, which allows you to do nothing but focus on the pleasure that you're feeling. Wow. Yes. And also heightens the rest of your sensitivities. So if you don't know where your partner is going to lick, kiss and touch next, then when they do, it's that much more sensitive. Mm -hmm. So taking away a sense of sight, then, you know, I'll talk about what else, what else do you want to play with? I mean, Mm -hmm. of course the basics in the king, in the, in the fetish world are going to be your blindfold, your handcuffs, um, and like a, some kind of tickler, like a feather tickler a vibrator or maybe even like something that has a little bit of a sting to it like a like a like a little whip or a right. uh, f- uh, or a crop so right. those are kind of your basics and then other toys that I would recommend um, actually I'm going to go back to the the thing so back to like relaxation right so you're blindfolded or um, that helps you focus but then a lot of people think that oh I'm going to buy handcuffs so she can't get away right or he can't get away mm-hmm. but bondage is not meant to be like fought against. Mm-hmm. It's meant to relax. Wow. So, okay. Yes. So now, and you know, people think of, Oh, like a kidnapping fantasy almost like, mm-hmm. no, of course, if you want to rip these handcuffs in half, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to, okay. Correct. They're not police grade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are meant for you to relax into the session. So just like the blindfold, you are relaxing into nothing other than enjoying what you're doing in this exact moment. Wow. You don't have to move. You don't have to think. You just have to relax. Right. There's so much psychology in what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. How did you learn all this? I mean, years of experience, um, but I've had the blessing of one i've read a lot of books about sex yeah and when i first started in the industry the very first thing i ever did was um read the ultimate guide to anal sex for men Mm -hmm, (laughs) i was like well this fits me so i'm gonna enjoy i'm gonna read this (laughs) and it just really sparked my curiosity plus i'd already been watching years of talk sex with sue johansson at that point so um you know i knew that sex education was what i wanted to do so i just started picking up those books and reading about them and how to and what to do and I mean, that's that. And then you just, and then I've also had the benefit of working with through velvet box with many fantastic sex educators. Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, we've had Dr. Holbrook on here numerous times. Yeah. Just incredible. Uh, Yeah. Marty Klein. We've had come and do some guest stuff as well. He's very good. Yeah. That is incredible. Um, so let's talk about sexual dysfunction. Okay. Because I'm assuming you see a lot of that in your stores, right? Yes. Yes. So, and we talk about it a lot. It's in our training. Um, so talking about tip from the typical, like female or clitoris owner, um, we'd have low, um, low libido or uh, yeah. low desire. Sorry, yes. low desire. At any age or just my Any age? age can happen. It happens. It, low desire and, and low libido can happen at any age. It's a, uh, because all of that is, is based in like psychology. What is going on in your mental health? Mm-hmm. A lot of it anyway. Some of it is side effects from other things. Sure. But a lot of a lot of sexual dysfunction is from the mind cuz the brain is the largest sex organ. It is. Your what? brain controls everything. Okay. Your brain you feel pleasure down here, but that's cuz your brain is telling it to feel pleasure. Okay. So, um talking about low desire um, that can be, uh, if it's a psychological issue, that can be the cause of depression. It can be the cause of stress. 
It can be because of relationship problems, a lack of trust, a lack of communication. All of that happens. And let's face it, sometimes it's a lack of, um, you know, you've been together a long time. Maybe mm-hmm. you are not exactly attracted to each other anymore or right. to your partner anymore. That's, you know, a harsh truth, but it does happen. It does. You know, I can, can't even count on both hands the number of times I've had customers come in and be like, will you, is there anything in this store that'll make me want to have sex with my husband? I'm like, I mean, uh, not really. Yeah. Um, you're going to, I would highly recommend you talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can, there's no magic pill. You don't have that. No, no, no magic pill that makes the want there, right? right? The ability is different. Different, yeah. Um, in fact, in one of our education classes, um, I can't remember the title of it right now, but um, we talk about the, um, um, the like the sequence of like of uh, of your sexual experience, starting with um, arousal. And but Celeste, she talked about. Even before that, you have to have desire. And for a lot of women, unfortunately, because we get into a weird gray area here, a lot of women, sometimes you have to start playing the game before the want to play the game gets there, right? Mm -hmm. You have to start doing it, and then the want comes, which in the world of consent and the area of, you know, what is you know, it's just a weird time to say that to a woman, just start having sex and you're going to want to have sex. Yeah. Because if you don't and it doesn't arrive, well, right. then that can be a, that that's not good. I mean, your partner's going to have to respect your decision, mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to start doing it for the desire to do it just to, to come. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that, I mean, that's there's just a whole world out there of psychology behind low desire. Exactly. Yeah, there's so many things that can affect your overall sex life. And you have to get to the bottom. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, mental health um, is the big deal and therapy is expensive, but worth it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. yes. Anyone that says they don't need therapy. Everyone needs therapy. Everybody needs everyone needs therapy. therapy. Just Literally saying everyone. People. Just saying. Yeah, I've had everyone. so much on this show from my, from my guest. I mean, I've, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of free therapy. Though. Yeah. Well, um, okay. So, so that was women. So that's typically yes. low desire. Then let's talk about low libido. Yes. So low libido is typically a little less common, just the lack of desire to have sex from men. From there, we typically deal a lot more with the side effects of um, like erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. So a still erectile dysfunction, a lot of that is coming from somewhere in your mind. Um, Dr. Marty Klein in one of our classes talked about it. He described uh, it as a, as a freeway that if your freeway is full of cars at rush hour and everything is jam packed, then you're not able to, you're not focusing, right? So imagine your brain, if your brain is thinking about everything else going on, it's there's tons of traffic up there. You're not just focusing on the pleasure. You're focusing on, oh, crap, am I getting it up? Oh, crap, am I doing this right? Oh, am I doing this right? Does she like this? Does he like mm-hmm. this? Um, then you're not focusing and that can affect erectile dysfunction and you're not just enjoying yourself. So being able to like relax and get yourself out of your own head is one of the is a great way to work on erectile dysfunction. But then there are real medical things as well. And for that, you know, we sell pills and pumps and C-rings. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. all help with that as well. Exactly. Um, but that is more common, you know, from typically guys want to have sex. They just have a harder time getting an erection. Mm-hmm, so definitely. Definitely. Science has fixed that. Yeah. <laughs> and you were telling me that you, you have seen erectile dysfunction in young men. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I just can't believe it. Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, I think Roman is the name of one of those companies that you see advertised on Facebook. And um, they have a lot of research that shows, I mean, people are, young men are experiencing erectile dysfunction in their 20s and 30s these days. I think it's just because we live in an overstimulated world. Is it? Yeah. I mean, everything is at our fingertips at all Mm. times. We're looking, everything is driven by sex at all times. It's, uh, yeah, absolutely. It wow. can happen. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. You know, and of course, I know um, And when I was, after I had a conversation with you, I was thinking about, you know, uh, side effects of medication. Mm-hmm. I mean, people's diet. I mean, yeah. so many factors. Depression is the big one. Uh, Everyone. I mean, who isn't on an antidepressant, right? Everyone. Or anti-anxiety. <laughs> anxiety. Yes. A lot of those medications have sexual side effects. A lot of them. Do they really? Yeah. And you can find some that have less and some that have none at all. But then again, is it the right one that you need for your own issues? I've, I mean, not just in my own industry, but working, I mean, even my friends who come to me and talk to me about these things, even myself mm-hmm. who've experienced things on and off, mm-hmm. you know, my entire, for years, you know, like I said, I'm 33. You know, I think my, um, my mind, of course, again, purity culture, we have to listen to Dr. Holbrook on that entire, mm-hmm. that episode. Um, but when I was younger and taking, had, I've had an eating disorder and took, well, I'm not going to say the name of the pill, but mm-hmm. I took a few different types of antidepressants to de- depressants. And I think that's when, and that was in my twenties. And mm-hmm. that's when I started having a little dysfunction like that. I, I just didn't have sensation. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just like, Ugh. And, but I was like, okay, I had enough of this and mm-hmm. then move on. Now it's, it is like we've talked about, it's menopause and, and just, you know, your body aging, but mm-hmm. ugh, either yeah. way you're affecting hormones there, either like with the depression and now with, um, with, um, menopause mm-hmm. hormones are affected. Oh, they're powerful too. Isn't it crazy? It is. It's yeah. amazing. It is amazing. Okay. So tell me your, um, your clients, mm-hmm. your customers. What is the per- percentage of male to female? No, ages? it's hard to tell on in person because we don't really track that. Um, but online are uh, based on Google demographics because they know everything. <laughs> it's pretty 50-50. And I feel like that's pretty close in person as Do well. Really? Yeah, because I, like I said, our store is designed to make even the most conservative and terrified woman feel comfortable. So we get a lot of female clientele, um, but guys shop with us too. We carry tons of stuff for men, but we also have a lot of people coming in, buying things for their partner, their, you know, their wife, their um, significant other, and to spice up their own lives. What is your age? Is there, do you, can you everything. tell on that? Everything. Yeah. I mean, everything. I mean, I can tell you, uh, Oh, and of course, it also is going to depend on the store, right? So our West 7th store, because it's in an entertainment district, we'll get a lot of younger people, mm-hmm. uh, which is not our typical demographic, everyone everywhere else. So we're talking like between 18 and 25. We get a lot. We get customers like that who are there, you know, to giggle, you know, and look sure. at things. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them don't have, you know, they don't, they'll buy a bullet or something, you know, mm-hmm. just add a little something extra. But mm-hmm. um our main demographic is, you know, probably people between the ages of 25 and like, say, 65. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And we have um, my favorite thing is, you know, a lot and we get a lot of couples, too. So my favorite thing is like when we have an older customer who has come in, it's like, say, you know, six, over 60 years old um, and coming in to buy their first toy ever. Um, we've had I remember very 
very vividly, I had a lady come in. She was sweet as can be. She had was recently widowed a couple years prior, and she came in and she had never bought a sex toy before and told me she had never had an orgasm. And wow. she had never in her life. So oh, she was like, you know what? I'm going to try these out. And I was able to help her find several products for her. And I remember she gave me the biggest hug when she left. Oh. And she came back, you know, a little while, a couple weeks later and was hugged like, you a little, so, harder, hugged you? A little harder. Yeah. <laughs> she was so grateful and so thankful for how we helped her, how normal we made her feel. That's actually my favorite. The biggest thing I have to take away, period, is everyone thinks that they're so weird and they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was on the sales floor, all the time. The thing I heard all day, every day, was this is going to be a weird question. Oh, I'm sure it was I asked you. Never a weird question. Is there? I was an like, error? there's never a weird question. I'm like, oh, that weird question has been asked to me four times today. So, really, <laughs> you know, it's just it's nothing out of the ordinary. You know, everyone is doing the same thing. Everyone is having the same struggles. Yeah, sure. There's some kinks and fetishes out there. <laughs> what is it? Uh, there, there's a, some rule or whatever, some online thing that says uh, if it exists in the world, there's a fetish for it. Okay. So sure, there's some weirdness out there. Sure. But um, typically, no. people are coming in asking the same questions. Okay. At Velvet Box is not a fetish store, so we're not getting a lot of the fetish questions. Right. But um, right. we, uh, you know, we everyone is the same. So people, if people would just get over that, right. they'd have life would be so much easier. Yeah. We're just, you know, self-conscious and, you know, well, purity like, culture tradition uh, has taught us women great. specifically, you know, they have had it the, the hardest because mm-hmm. not only is it harder for a woman to have an orgasm, mm-hmm. but throughout most of their lives, they're taught not to have self a healthy sexual exploration. Mm-hmm. Whereas a male may learns to masturbate at a young age, mm-hmm. whether he's told not to do it or not, is doing it every day, multiple times a day for <laughs> entire lives. They know exactly what to do to make themselves orgasm. And whereas women have been told not to explore themselves, mm-hmm. told that it's dirty, that it's inappropriate, and have believed that because it's so ingrained in them. Mm-hmm. And then they enter into a sexual relationship where they have no experience, no idea how to make get themselves off, so they have no way to tell their partner what makes them get there. Mm -hmm. So then they just live in these lives of unhealthy, you know, terrible sex that eventually leads to no sex, which Mm -hmm. can lead to a number of of relationship issues, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh my gosh. So tell us about the online courses, um, online and in person. Yes. Right? Well, there's one left online. So Valve Box was the first ones in DFW to ever have like consistent sexual education courses taught by actual sex educators, not just staff that works there and not porn stars. A lot of places bring in porn stars and they're great. They mm-hmm. absolutely are professionals in the world. They know what they're talking about. Um, but we brought in sexual educators. So before COVID, we had classes at our West 7th location and some at our Plano location where we had 60 seats. They're lecture style. Um, people would come in. It was always an off, a great date night. So a lot of couples, but a lot of ladies nights, a lot of girls, uh, girlfriends coming in together, um, come in and we teach them about Um, you know, whatever topic it is. Then COVID happened. We started to move our classes online. And actually that's been a, it's been big for us. We ended up, like I said, we we used to sell out at 60. Mm -hmm. Now we were getting like a hundred plus 
And really, we think we're experiencing even higher numbers than that. that. Excuse me. Um, take a sip. Yeah, that's that. Uh, because I'm assuming because people are afraid to go. Yes, though I think that's one thing. So I think people were afraid to go, but but so I think we're even reaching a larger audience because typically you bought two tickets to the in person, two seats. Now that they're at home, a couple likely only buys one ticket and is watching it together. Mm-hmm. You know, or a group of girlfriends have gotten oh. together to watch it mm-hmm. all together. Right. You know, so we think we're reaching an even larger audience than the number of tickets we're selling. Amazing. So, um, but yeah, and then of course the people who are afraid to come in. And on top of that, now we're not just reaching out to the local DFW community, but it's online. So mm-hmm. we've had people reach out to us from across the world. Wow. So, that is amazing. Yeah, it actually has encouraged us to take our classes, which were um, originally, uh, they were originally on Zoom and it was live. So you had to buy a ticket and you had to watch it live. But as of, I believe, last week uh, or a few weeks ago, um, now all of our classes, our existing classes are on demand. Really? So, yes. So you can go to velvetbox.com to our classes page and you can buy a replay of all of our existing classes. And then on the other tab, VBTV, um, you also can go and see where I have made product recommendations for each one of our classes. That is incredible. Yeah. So I talk about somewhat general in product, but sometimes specific as well. But just a couple of things to say, if you like what you learned here today, well, here's some things to help you get started exploring those mm-hmm. things. So our te- our classes are current, like I said, on demand. I think, um, um, I think we have 13 class titles, so check them out. Uh, we do still have one in-person class, and that's our advanced oral class. So that is one where we actually teach people how to perform fellatio on an actual dildo. So we actually set up these little workstations with a mirror that's mounted to a table. And then we put a suction cup toy on it and they're taught to fillet the dildo while looking at themselves in the mirror. Wow. Because you know what the number one secret to a great blowjob is? Mm -mm. Enthusiasm. Really? Yes. If you have to want to do it. I mean, it might be called a job, but it should be, it shouldn't be a job. (laughs) You know, it should be like an extracurricular activity. You have to want to do this. This Why do you think gay guys are so good at it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is a treat. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. You're cracking me up. Oh my goodness. Okay. And that one's female only, isn't it? It is. Okay. 12 seats, women only, at least right now. Typically do get asked like, why don't you have one for guys? I'm like, what gay guys? needs this class. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> um, oh, Brandon. But um, yes, yeah, so it is female only taught by even I'm not in that class. So for the most conservative, shy person, and you know what, I'll tell you one interesting fact is our, uh, I don't have an actual number, but I can tell you that the more people who take that class are of the older generation. Really? I mean, I'm talking easily over 50, over 60, easily you're just your grandma coming in at one time i'll tell you the story one time we had somehow oversold we had 12 seats 12 stations it's not easy we can't just like pop up in a station um and this uh, woman came and she refused she's like i paid for this i'm learning and i'm not kidding she suction cupped that toy to the side of our filing cabinet and she stayed for the class she stayed and she was like she was in her like 70s oh, she's like this stars. little blue haired lady was uh refused to leave she was learning what to do today doing her job <laughs> that's right <laughs> 
I just love the enthusiasm that behind it. That is great. That is great. You love your job. I do. I've loved it my entire life. I'm very blessed. Yeah. I have, uh, like I said, I used, uh, it's what I knew I wanted to do on some level, right? From high school age. Mm-hmm. And I thought I wanted to be a sex therapist. And then I fell into the retail and love retail, love everything about it. And I'm probably having a lot more fun. I didn't have to throw myself into any student loan debt. Mm, (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't have to go become a doctor to get to do what I'm doing. So what is the most challenging part of your job? Hmm. Um, my job specifically challenging is probably, you know, getting the right staff. Okay. So, cause my job is I brought buy the stuff for the stores. That's easy at this point. I know what's mm-hmm. working. I know sure. what people are, are going to want and what, what will work in a velvet box. So the second half of my job is the business development side of things. So that is creating policy and procedure mm-hmm. and then hiring the right people to make sure that our Velvet Box brand is held intact and that every single customer gets that experience, mm-hmm. that same experience that you and million, you know, a million yeah. that may be exaggerating, but, um, you know, that so many people have experienced coming to us. So mm-hmm. hiring is a big deal and hiring right now in the, in the year 2021 is, uh, it's tough. Right? It is. Everyone in the world is hiring. Every everyone, industry. Everything. No one is immune. No one. And it is. And unfortunately, there's a stigma that comes with us. The sure. same stigma we talked about with landlords not wanting to lease mm-hmm. to us. We don't get a ton of people who apply to us who have the velvet box mentality. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. We get a lot of applicants that would work out fine at the store outside of the city limits mm-hmm. inside of the highway. Right. They would do great there. Wow. But here, you have to treat people well. Like I said, you're going to have those conversations. You have to be willing to want to help people. Because at the end of the day, that's what Velvet Box does. We help people. Mm-hmm. We talk to them like human beings. We listen to what they're looking for. And we help them find it. And sometimes it's just fun, right? Sometimes just people spicing things. Things up that have no issues at all. But there's a lot of times where people have an issue and we're their first line of defense. Mm. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So wow. hiring is a big deal. So <sighs> we go through a lot. Um, it's in a you know, uh, multiple, a couple of interviews, usually a phone interview, an in-person interview, and we're looking for personality. You have right. to fit in. You have to be outgoing. You have to be, not necessarily loud like me. I'm loud, but <laughs> not everyone's loud. Some of our best people are on the quieter side, mm-hmm. but they're comforting. They're welcoming. Sure. Yeah. And they come to the interview and they come to us with the right state of mind. You know, I can't tell you the number of people we had where I'm like, oh, you know, I just love sex. So I do this. And I'm like, that's great. We love sex as well. But like, that's not the only thing you need to have to work here. You have to like understand customer service. Mm -hmm. You have to um, understand how to sell. You have to be driven because at the end of the day, we are still a business. We have to meet some sales goals. We have to achieve things. You can't just stand behind the register. No, 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 no no way. We don't hire cashiers. We hire salespeople. (laughs) Well, I am so impressed with your entire staff. Oh my gosh. Everyone is just so wonderful and been so kind to me. And, and I'm so excited because my, my followers and listeners 
had quite the education with you Good. today. We hope so. I know. Okay, tell us how we can find you. Okay. So first of all, you can go to www.thevelvetbox.com. And we have five local locations. That's three in Fort Worth, one in Louisville, and one in West Plano, with hopefully more coming soon. Good. <laughs> um, that's also where you can get our shop site. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. I believe both of them are Velvet Box DFW. That's right. Um, we, um, and I think that's about the best places. Good. YouTube good. has some videos on there. Like I said, all the little videos I've shot for um, our classes sure. about talking about product are on there, but you can also go through to the VBTV tab on our website, but right. our website is beautiful, beautiful as well. So speaking of that same customer experience, we wanted how, if we were going to have an online presence, we, how do we have the online presence with the same experience? Right. So, um, it's really beautiful. It has a lot of information. Um, so we have this one section under, it's called communication tools. So, or I mentioned games are a great way to spice things up in your life. Those are free downloadable PDFs that are conversation starters mm -hmm. to get you to start talking about what you want and want to do in your relationship. And then of course, all of our classes right. now available on demand. That's amazing. So well, at your fingertips, your own right. convenience. Well, thank you so much for coming today. It's You're just welcome. a pleasure to meet you. I had a wonderful time. I mean, just a great time. And you know what? I mean, I told you when, when you came in, I'm nervous. I was nervous about this because I'm, I purity culture yeah. and um, you just make me feel so at ease. And Thanks. I know my listeners and followers are going to feel the same way. All right. Well, if that's the case, come see us. Everyone, thank you so much for listening today. And please go down to Velvet Box. Tell, tell them Brandon and Tiffy sent you over there. And um, you know what? We're trying to get up in that Apple Spotify podcast world. So go rate, review, and tell us what you'd like to hear. We're all ears, definitely. And everyone, follow along at Tiffany C. Blockman on Instagram. And everyone, keep being fabulous. <laughs> <laughs>